welcome to the We Talk Health podcast, the official podcast for West Tennessee Healthcare. Please be advised that this podcast is not intended to replace any medical advice. Always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing said in this podcast is intended to supersede or supplement the direction of your medical caretakers. If you have any questions, please reach out to us at wetalkhealthpodcast at gmail.com and we will do our best to answer any questions you may have. Thank you so much for tuning in to We Talk Health. My name is Will Cashagrow, and I'm here today with Dr. Jane David, Cody Stovall, and Kathy Sudbury. Good afternoon. How are you guys? Good, thank We're you. Good. good. Thanks great. for being here. Thanks, thanks for, for allowing me to thanks for allowing me to come in and uh, record here at Work Plus Rehab Center in the Dizziness and Balance Clinic. Thanks. Uh, we appreciate you coming today. Today, I'd like for the audience that is listening to us and that has tuned in to hear what we have. We have a very special clinic. It's called the Dizzy and Balance Clinic here on Van Drive in Jackson, Tennessee. It is a specialty that most people do not realize is out there. Our PT and OTs are able to do this. And today I'd like uh, Dr. Jane David to give you just a little bit insight of how and what you can do for your dizziness. Again, thanks for having us. We're always happy to try to educate the public on this special treatment procedure that is available through our system. And very importantly, educate the public on how to talk about dizziness to their healthcare providers, how to recognize what options of treatment there are out there. The physical therapy and occupational therapy treatment for dizziness is not a well understood form of therapy. It has been a service that we've provided in our system for a good number of years now, but there still are a lot of healthcare providers and patients who are not familiar with that as an option. The dizziness that we treat may arise from a variety of problems, and that's one of the most important points that patients should recognize, that dizziness itself is not the disease or the pathology. Dizziness is a symptom of an underlying problem. And it is the capability of physical therapists and occupational therapists to be able to diagnose and treat those particular problems. Most dizziness is directly related to the inner ear, so it is important for a healthcare provider to understand what a patient is experiencing. And we begin our assessment of a patient by doing just that, identifying what they mean by dizziness. And typically that's either that they feel that the room is spinning or that they feel that they're going to fall or in lesser cases that they may feel that they are about to faint or that they're unable to focus. So our process starts with identifying the type of dizziness that we're dealing with and then we go from there to address an individualized treatment plan specific to that type of dizziness. Yeah, and Jane made a good point. You know, this is what we do. You know, this is not something we, it's not a fly-by-night thing. It's something we do every day, just like you don't want your plumber doing your electrical work. You know, you want someone that does this, that has experience in it, and it's something that have a lot of success doing. And, and it's you know, something, too, that's kind of a misnomer in society is that we see a lot of people who've dealt with dizziness for a long time, and they come in and they say, you know, my, my mom had this, my grandmother had this, and I'm just going to have this. You know, it's unfortunate that people think that way because the majority of the time, it's just not the case. It's just not something that people deal with for a lifelong time frame. So I think if nothing else today, I think that's something that stands out to me is that just because mom had it or grandma had it or dad had it and you developed it a week ago, 
It does not mean that it's not something that can, can be changed through therapy treatments. And like Jane said, it's very systematic, you know, how we go through the, the process. You know, a lot of times we just get an order from a physician or a provider that says dizziness, and it's very vague. And that's okay, because if they get here, that's that's what we're supposed to do. We uh, take a holistic look at them and see, you know, is it an inner ear-related condition? Did they they fall, did they have a car wreck? You know, what physically has changed? Uh, and if there aren't physical changes, then we look at the inner ear system and look at those things that can't be seen by the naked eye. And that's really what sets this clinic apart. You know, a lot of people think about therapy and they think, gosh, I don't want to come for 12 visits of therapy. But if this is the BPPV, the positional vertigo version of this, it's usually a very short treatment process. Uh, once we can identify that, it's usually treated successfully. Uh, what would you say, Jane? Two to three visits? Three to four visits, you know? I mean, it's... On it's, average... It's usually a short process of treatment, so that's that's the exciting thing. And with that specific type of dizziness, it's a huge, huge life change pretty quickly. You know, that's the type where you have the subjective complaint of room spinning. So you may roll over in bed, you may bend over, you may just wake up, and the room's spinning. And that's where we come here and we take you through testing and objectively find out what's going on and treat it. And, you know, those are the folks that come back and they bring you cakes and pies and, and the fun stuff because... They feel much better. Uh, so those are the, the fun and exciting cases. And then we have the others that, like I said, because of the systematic way that we evaluate someone, you know, develop a treatment plan and do our best to get them better. What are the specific kinds of therapy you guys are able to do if patients are experiencing dizziness? Well, again, it depends on our identification of where the problem is and what the problem is. And then based on that, we do develop a treatment plan that is specific to that particular problem. In the case of the inner ear, which is more likely to be the source of the problem, as Cody mentioned, the most common diagnosis that we see is something called benign proxismal positional vertigo, which in a long term means that the patient is experiencing episodic spinning based on certain things that they do, certain positions they put themselves in, certain movements that they do with their head. They don't feel that way all the time, but if they put their head in a certain position, such as lying down, rolling over in bed, they experience what most people would call as violent spinning. It's very, very disturbing. But all of that is related to mechanisms that occur in the inner ear that can be manually manipulated to back to the normal position. And a lot of times that's done in, in just one visit. It's, it's really sad, I think, and Cody will probably agree with me, that so many people have that particular problem and they are not treated appropriately. What we're doing in this clinic is not new. It's been around for a long time. We recognized several years ago that we could play a role in getting individuals such as this back to their normal selves and back to normal function again. It is not a new concept, but unfortunately, a lot of people are not addressed correctly. They choose to live with it, as, as Cody referenced, or they go to a provider who doesn't really understand where the dizziness is coming from, and they're given a medication, and and then that's it. But in cases like that, we can actually completely resolve the problem. Now, other types of dizziness may come from inner ear disorders that are viral-related, bacterial-related, or other types of things. Even those, though, respond to a particular type of exercise approach that we use that's called vestibular rehab. 
vestibular reference in the part of the brain that controls balance, function related to balance, which is a combination between the inner ear and the brain. But those exercises are very, very effective. In fact, authorities in this area uh, seem to believe that the vestibular system is more responsive to rehabilitation than other systems of the body. So our outcomes are really very, very good and very positive and uh, achieved oftentimes in a very short span of time. Oftentimes what we do hear from patients is that they have dealt with it for a significant period of time with a, without achieving a diagnosis elsewhere. Jane made a, a good point about the vestibular system and people who've dealt with it for a long, long time. And I explain the vestibular system like a muscle. Is it, is it a muscle? No. But if we don't use a muscle, it can get weak. You know, I give the example to a lot of people I see that if you break your arm and it's in a cast for four weeks and then that cast comes off, that arm is usually a lot weaker than the other arm because it hasn't had the opportunity to move. And our vestibular system, if it's not challenged, it can become weak in a sense. And some of the exercises that Jane was was discussing, you know, those help to strengthen the vestibular system to where maybe when you bend over to get something out of the dishwasher, maybe when you reach up in a cabinet, you don't have that off-balance sensation because you've actually been using your balance or your vestibular system. Because let's face it, if I'm dizzy, I'm going to act like a statue. I'm going to walk around and and, and not really want to move my head because I'm thinking, what's next? If I bend, am I going to fall? Am I going to be dizzy? Am I going to, am I going to lose my balance? So to me, that's a good kind of nuts and bolts example of how our vestibular or in other terms, our balance system, you know, can, can become weak if we don't use it or if we've been dizzy, like Jane's saying, of someone for a long time. Uh, one, of the, one of the first gentlemen that I ever treated for the BPPV, which Jane was referencing, he was a diesel mechanic, and he, w- he had retired, but he had been a diesel mechanic for many years, and he said his whole time as a diesel mechanic, he could not lie on his left side or the room would spin. He would be up under a truck, and the room would spin. And came for the first visit, did what's called a cantilever repositioning, and he came back, and he said, in his words, son, I don't know what you did, but I'm not dizzy anymore. He said, I got in on my left side probably 20 times since I've seen you last week, and I don't know what you did, son, but I've never, I haven't felt like this in 27 years. So in a way it was great because he's feeling better, but I'm still thinking as well, kind of like Jane has talked about, I wish someone would have seen him, gosh, sometime in that time to help him to where he could do the things he needed to do without that violent sensation of spinning. Uh, Because he said, I could not get get on my left side and do my job. I had to do everything on my right side. You know, it's just a good example of why we're here today, trying to educate on what the symptomology is and, and, and what we do. The um, important fact for patients who might be experiencing dizziness at this particular time is to find someone who can help them identify what type of dizziness they're experiencing Are they an appropriate candidate for vestibular rehab? And we are certainly a place that we can achieve that. In Tennessee, a patient can come for physical therapy without a physician's referral. That is the case for physical therapy practice in this state. So someone who's experiencing dizziness does not have to go to a doctor and get a referral. They can come directly to us if they want us to help them find solutions to their problem. Now, 
That's not to say that all dizziness is inner ear or all dizziness is something that can be treated. Sometimes dizziness is a symptom of something else that could be cardiac, could be a variety of other things. But physical therapists and occupational therapists are both trained to identify those signs that might need a patient to be referred to another provider. So even in that case, we are good initial sources for getting into the healthcare system to get the uh, dizziness problem identified and, and treated. Yeah, like you said, a lot of the times, you know, it may be a new medication that they started six months ago. And what do you know, dizziness started six months ago. And, you know, when you kind of go through the process of evaluating someone, you see that that's the only thing that changed. And maybe it's this medication that can cause dizziness as a side effect. And lo and behold, you know, they go to the, the, their physician, the, the medication changes, and now they don't have the dizziness anymore. And then their blood pressure is still being treated or whatever that, that medication was the, the goal of treatment. It, it's just done by another agent now. So like Jane said, it's going through the process we go through, going through the evaluation we go through, it really helps us to guide the path of treatment. And if it is that they need to be referred somewhere for medication management or or just something else, that's something we're accustomed to doing. Well, our main goal here today, which you guys have covered, is to make sure the general public does realize that you don't have to live with this, that dizziness is not something that we just wait and hopefully it goes away in a couple of days or a couple of weeks most of the time for these patients. What we want the public to know is that you can start here at Work Plus with our team here or several of our other locations that we have throughout West Tennessee. We would encourage you to give us a call. And Cody, what's that number to call here? So the number is 731-984-7640. And, and Kathy, you made a good point as well. We've said this before. It's something we do every day. And I can't tell you how many people that either call the clinic or come here for an assessment They've gotten on YouTube or they've gotten on a website and they've, they've seen how to do some exercises. But the thing is, they might not even have the positional vertigo they're trying to treat. And then they say, well, I don't know why it hasn't helped or now I'm worse. And this is really something that if you do the wrong thing, it can make you worse. So I would just caution anyone out there listening that YouTube can get, be a great thing. I love getting on there and doing DIY things. But like I said earlier, you know, you don't call your plumber to do your electrical work. And and it's the same thing here. You know, you can make yourself worse. You can, you know, have some, some definite issues if you get on YouTube and try to treat yourself for something that you might not even have the diagnosis of. So just caution there. Or to do that or go to a provider who gives you a one size fits all treatment that doesn't fix your problem. A really important thing, I think, in healthcare is that we do not accept a one-size-fits-all treatment because we're all individual and we all need to be individually assessed for a particular problem. So if you have tried a particular approach, whether you found it on your own or whether you have found it from your primary care or another provider and that did not solve your problem, that doesn't necessarily mean that you've been addressed correctly. Just like we don't like to wear one-size-fits-all clothing, one-size-fits-all health care is not a, a good ideal. So once again, the number here for the Dizziness and Balance Clinic, uh, 731-984-7640. Uh, we take calls every day, answer questions every day, and we'd be happy to hear from you of what symptoms you're having or the concerns you have, and we can walk you through the process of being assessed by, by folks who do this every day. I think it's really important for the public to understand how prevalent or how common it is for us to hear the complaint of dizziness in the healthcare arena. 
Uh, in fact, a large study s- just several years ago, around 2008, 2009, showed that it was the number one reason why people went to the emergency room. So that in itself shows you that it is not a problem that you can say is just me. It's just a thing that I have to deal with. My, like Cody said, my mom was always dizzy, so I'm dizzy. No, that's not an acceptable thing in our modern healthcare society. The um, unfortunate thing is, though, that your family physician or whoever your primary care provider can't know everything about the, the dizziness problems that we see. So it is important that an individual educate themselves on what the possible treatments there are for this very, very common problem. And as we see people age, the dizziness issue becomes much more concerning because of the increased risk for fall and further injury. As a matter of fact, that's what got me involved with this um, type of therapy many years ago. I've been in this field for many years, and I would hear people talk about, well, I fell because I was dizzy, and maybe we were addressing the problem that resulted from their fall, such as a fractured hip or a fractured arm or whatever, but that didn't eliminate the problem that caused the fall. We were ignoring the dizziness. So that was the point that I recognized that we needed to do something more in terms of trying to address those problems. So the complication does increase with age. Obviously, age is a factor. When we look at how the body ages, yes, the inner ear ages just like any other part of the body. So that does make the issues more common after the age of 40, which that doesn't sound very old, but that's when technically the nervous system begins to age. So we do see much more of this problem in the mid to later years, but the important fact there being that as we age, the dizziness factor can add very serious complications that can bring across a life-changing event that someone may not even be able to recover from. A fall breaking a hip or a fall hitting their head on something as they fall could be a life-changing event. Yeah, and Jane made a lot of good points there. The one thing I want to touch on is, you know, we see hundreds of people for this every year in the West Tennessee area. You know, there are more than one, more than just you listening out there uh, dealing with this, and it's easy to feel like we're on an island when we're dealing with something and think nobody else is going through it. But we see people, you know, every day, and when, when we sit down and I say, you know what, this is a common thing, they look at me like, are you serious? Every, people did actually deal with this because it's not really something that's discussed a lot in the public. People don't know that, you know, your neighbors may be dealing with dizziness right now. The, and there's not any outward sign. Right. When someone's right. dizzy, there's yeah. no visible physical disability associated yeah. with it. You don't wear a cast if you're dizzy. You know, you're not, you know, you might be on a walker, but it's it's not a very well talked about thing. It's not something that's out there. And, and I think that's why this, this service has been so well received is because unless you know about it, you don't know about it. It's like a lot of things in life. And, you know, maybe that's something for folks out there right now, if you're listening and you're saying, gosh, I've been dizzy for a long time. You're not by yourself. I mean, we, we have a, a clinic that we see hundreds and hundreds of people who uh, probably feeling just like you that, hey, I'm dizzy. I don't know what to do about it. And if you haven't been, you know, assessed by a professional to see where, where could this be coming from? Could this be fixed? What type of strategies could we use to make it better? That's just a, it's it's a big thing for us is to try and 
look at someone holistically, look at them in a systematic manner and just make a plan. Let's form a plan and see if we can make it better and let's work the plan. When you two are telling us that we're able just to come see you guys and what if I have my doctor that does not even, maybe he doesn't know about this therapy and he's still wanting to put me on medication. So I need to take, um, as Jane says, be an advocate for ourselves, correct? And just make that call directly here and come on. Right, right. It is entirely possible that your physician may not be familiar with this. As I said, they can't know everything about everything. So it is very important that you advocate for your own health and say, for lack of anything else, I've heard about this. I want to try this. And as I said, we can see the patient, the physical therapy side of it can function without a doctor's referral. That is great to know. Yeah, and the great thing, you know, we get rave reviews from, hey, my church member told me about you, and that's why I'm here. I want you to help me with my dizziness, you know, or my family member or, you know. It, it's, so that's, that's, that's really it makes us feel good because they got better and they were – felt good enough to say, hey, if you're dizzy, you need to go see these folks because they they made me better. They gave me the tools to get better. They walked me through it, and here I am now, not dizzy. I'd estimate probably 50% of the people that we see with dizziness came of their own accord or because a friend or a family member told them rather than because a healthcare provider referred them. So the bottom line is that you do not have to live with the dizziness. Come check us out. Give us a call at uh, 731-984-7640. And again, just pick up the phone and give us a call if you need to see us, or you're always welcome to walk in and meet Cody and Jane and see what we can do for you. This has been great and very informative for anyone who might be listening. Thank you so much for letting me come in today and invade your time and space to set all this gear up to talk about it. If you have any other questions that you don't want to call and ask about, feel free to reach out to us at wetalkhealthpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's wetalkhealthpodcast at gmail.com. This has been another episode of We Talk Health.